Well, good late evening, everybody. Welcome to the official recap of the Texas Tech NC State game of the Chris Carpenter Show. Um, so let's let, let's jump right into it. Um, Tech loses um, pretty rough game, twenty-seven to fourteen to NC State. Uh, just uh, I thought they were going to lose this game initially in my preseason predictions. You know, credit credit Ryan Hyatt saying it's not if you lose, it's how you lose, and that's kind of the frustration um, right now because there's certain elements that were very frustrating about this game. One thing that was not frustrating was the defense. For the second week in a row, the defense came through, and, you know, Tim DeRuiter is pushing all the right buttons Tyree Wilson is a man amongst boys, and it's going to be sad to see him go at the end of the season, but he is going to be getting paid a lot of bucks soon enough to play on Sundays. And, you know, it's just it's frustrating that as good as the defense plays, the offense was just rough to watch. For the majority of the night, um, again, offensive line—they're just—they're just not a very good offensive line. And um, you know, they—the Western Kentucky transfer that is that got declared out for the year right before the season started. I think we're seeing the effects of of that injury certainly. In addition, in the middle of the game, you had a new offensive lineman, three-star recruit, commit. And I certainly think. Oh, I'm sorry. I have to. I have to laugh. Burst out laughing. So I'm watching the the Colt known as A and M play, and apparently the national championship trophy is at Kyle Field, and that's as close as it's ever going to get to Kyle Field. Is is ESPN bringing it there to promote um, their bowl, <laughs> their playoff, the college football playoff, because. It's not going to be coming to College Station anytime soon. And before you start coming at me about, well, it's not coming to Tech anytime soon either. Yeah, you're probably right. But we don't act like fools like A&M does. Um, uh, they had another Midnight Yell um, golden fun opportunity that they look like uh, fools. So back to, back, to, back to the Tech NC State game. So, yeah, offensively was rough. Like I said, offensive line, you know, you have what you have on the offensive line, and you're going to have to find ways to score. Um, Donovan Smith had a very rough game tonight. Several interceptions, several, you know, big-time sacks for losses. Baron Morton ends up coming in at the end of the game, and to be honest, it was real baffling to me when they decided to bring him in. I really don't have a problem with them bringing in Baron Morton, but last two minutes of the fourth quarter, that was kind of weird. I don't know what's going to happen next week and who I assume most likely Donovan Smith starts, but is this a signal that he's on a pretty short leash now? and Baron Morton's going to come in if, if he struggles early on against Texas? I don't know. Um, but, you know, that was just – that was kind of – that was one of the many weird sequences 
in that last um, bit of the fourth quarter. That, and I'll talk more about that in a minute. I want to get back to just some other observations. Credit the offense, though, right before halftime. They, they get themselves on the board with a touchdown. Unfortunately, that was after they had given up a pick six. And, you know, Tech goes in at halftime down 20-7. to seven. There was still hope at that point, certainly. And, you know, you clean up the mistakes. And, and by and large, they did play better second half. You know, they ended up, I mean, it was 7-7 to seven tie at the second half. But, you know, you can't spot a team. You can't, you can't make the mistakes that you did and, and expect to win on the road. Um, and I haven't even gotten to, you know, special teams had some issues. You know, McNamara, you know, basically has one that only goes 30 yards off of his foot. Um, you have a fumble by Drew Hocutt that gives NC State a short field. Credit the defense, though. The defense steps up and, and only – gives up a field goal on that. But yeah, I mean it's too many miscues and you just you looked like a team that's going to struggle when you play quality opponents. And yeah, tech fan, some tech fans are having meltdowns on Twitter saying lots of nonsensical things, you know, should we get rid of Kitley? I mean, it's the third game of the year. And then there were some suspect stuff. Obviously, you know, the running game's not working and running it up the middle the way you're doing it, that's not going to work with the offensive line you have. And so you're going to have to figure out other things to do. I mean, I'm not ready to throw Kitley overboard after three games. I think that's ridiculous. Um, There's also people calling for Joey McGuire said, again, that's ridiculous too. Some of the stuff said about Donovan Smith on Twitter is I mean it's just ridiculous. I I don't know what's gonna happen next week. You know, I'm if if Morton trots out there, I'm fine with that. If Donovan Smith trots out there, I'm fine with it. I, I think I think ultimately what this is showing is that Tyler Shuck probably is the best fit right now for the offensive system that Tech wants to run. And I think what you're going to have to do if you're, you know, Zach Kitley, and, and I, I mean, I'm just Joe Schmo giving advice here, so I'm not, I'm certainly not pretending I know more than him, but I, I think you got to take a little bit of a page out of Tim DeRuder's book, and you may have to adjust the game plan according to the personnel you have. And I, I think that's why the defense has been so effective this year so far for Texas Tech is Tim DeRuder has, and he has this reputation. You know, Tim DeRuder has this reputation that he adjusts. He, he, he doesn't, he's not married to one defensive scheme overall in spite of whatever talent you have. And, you know, he adjusts his defensive scheme for the personnel that he has and I think we're seeing the benefits and the fruit of that success by the play of the defense thus far. You know, if you cut down on the miscues, this defense is extremely hard to score against. You know, they gave up one touchdown tonight that um, that was not 
that was basically on on them. The other two touchdowns, one was a pick six, one was after a turnover on downs. Same last week, you know, I think the one touchdown you gave up against Houston was on a short field. And then you look at even the field goals that you gave up tonight. You had the you had the muffed punt set up with good field advantage. You had interception set up good field advantage. Uh, you know, this defense is really strong and I think sometimes you're just going to have to play with the offensive personnel you have right now. You're going to have to play a little bit of the field position game, especially because you got Austin McNamara, who, and I know he had one bad punt tonight, but then he redeemed himself after the next punt, who's an all-American punter, pin the, pin the team, pin your opposing team back and let the defense do some work. And I think offensively you may have to adjust the type of offensive scheme you have according to the personnel you have. You know, so I, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know who's going to start. Uh, I think Miami might have just recovered a punt. I hope so. And A&M's trying to fight people. Real dirty of you, A&M. But, you know, I'm sure they're hissing or whatever those weirdo cultist Aggies do. It looks like Miami recovered. That's hilarious. So, anyway, you get you get uh, my my live reactions when, when I'm recording sometimes, if you've listened long enough. So anyway, but yeah, I, I think I think that's what they're gonna have to do and and just understand, you know, you've got some glaring weaknesses. And you know, I think offensive line is one. I think it's inconsistent quarterback play is another, you know. I'm not I, I'm not fully I'm not fully prepared to just throw Donovan overboard yet. But like I said, I, I think I'm good with you know, if Morton chooses if they choose to trot Morton out there. I understand it um, because I think Donovan Smith had a bad game, you know, but I think you're going to have to just adjust the offense a little bit more and you're just going to have to realize trying to run the ball up the middle is not going to work with this offensive line that you got right now. So special teams, you know, yeah, you had the miscues with the punt, uh, muffed punt. You had the issues with, the, um, you know, the punt that didn't go so well. Yeah, frustrating. Again, it puts your defense in a bad position. And, you know, this this game ends up final score being 27-14. You take away the pick six. You take away the turnover off the muffed punt. And really, honestly, you take away that turnover on downs where you gave them a short field and then the exact next play, they get themselves a touchdown. Yeah, I mean tech tech was in this game and I and I'm not a moral victory person. I think that's loser talk when you start doing moral victories, but you know this game could have been won. That's what's frustrating I think to a lot of fans. This this, this was this was a winnable game if you don't shoot yourselves in the foot, you know. So it's going to be an interesting few weeks with Texas Tech football. Um, you know, at the beginning my preseason predictions I pretty much predicted it's going to be a little bit of a long losing streak. I I can't disagree with my prediction right now, and I, I I'd love to see I'd love to see them beat Texas, but I'm just I'm not seeing it right now. You know, hope I'm wrong. Honestly, I really do hope I'm wrong because this is the last time you're going to have Texas that you're going to play Texas probably in my lifetime. 
and certainly probably they won't – I mean, they they don't want to come back to Lubbock. You're going to end up with a, a situation where you either play them neutral or you just have to go down to Austin, which I'm not not a fan of. It's neutral or bust with me. I'm not going to – I'm not a fan of, oh, we'll just go to Austin and you'll never have to come back to Lubbock. Yeah, no, we're not doing that as far as I'm concerned. But, um, yeah, it's – I I think Tech is in for a rough few weeks, um, and hopefully, hopefully the fans understand that. But we'll see. It's it's going to be a rough few weeks, you know, and we're just going to have to understand that. To understand that. So other big things around the Big Twelve, you know. Can, I think I jinxed Kansas State and BYU with the way I talked about them today. Both of them, you know, completely just found ways to lay eggs on the field. I mean, BYU, I mean, whoo, they got romped big time. And, you know, Kansas State just found a way to lose to Tulane, you know. So not not a really good not a really good day for either of them. I, I still think Kansas State uh, is, is one of the better teams in the Big 12, and I think that's going to be a big struggle two weeks from now for tech, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk more about that when we get there, but, you know, one last thing I want to talk about as far as the game, you know, let's talk about, uh, Bryce Ramirez prayers for him. Um, very horrific injury. Don't, if you didn't see it, don't go searching for it. You know, I, I didn't, I saw enough of it to know. I don't want to see any more of what happened and, you know, it just just not a good not a good situation and just just prayers for him and I, I you know hope, hopefully we'll we'll be getting some good news updates um, soon um, from that so so that's my thoughts on the Tech NC State NC State game again the guys the sky is not falling yeah you, you had a, you have a, a a frustrating loss but you know this is. This is the first year for this coaching staff, and there's a lot of mess to clean up with this football program, for sure. And you've got a, you have a talent gap, and you have a talent gap with teams like NC State, and I think you're going to have a talent gap with teams like Texas, Kansas State, and Oklahoma State, aka your next three opponents. So it's you're. It's going to be frustrating. So behave yourself on social media, people. So I will see you next week for regular edition of the Chris Carpenter Show. Hope everybody has a great week. And Miami, I think you're about to lose, which is a shame. Um, but, you know, Aggies, you're still weird. I'll see you all next week.